Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talkback time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150811. Yep, 0800 150811. Uh, she's dead right. Uh, 0800 150811. That is the phone number. So uh, get on the line and uh, give us your impression of what uh, you've been witnessing over the weekend um, and uh, what you thought of it. Uh, Mikey's first up this morning out of Christchurch. Mikey, uh, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Ian. Hey, um, NZ Cricket, do they need to go to Specsavers? Because the optics on this whole thing regarding coaches not being there is, to me, frankly, unbelievable. Um, I, I know for a fact that these tours are done in advance. They know exactly how many weeks, where they're staying, what's happening. Um, now, for guys like Kane Williamson and Salvi and, and the rest, they could have easily have said, right, after the test match in Pakistan, you guys have a break. Then you come back to India. Everyone has their wee rest that they need to. The other guys can do the, the one day in Pakistan. The World Cup's in India. Let's all go there. Let's get that sorted. Um, but they didn't. And they've come out with all the excuses about being tired or, or what have you. At the end of the last, um, I think the Pakistani would have been the one day, there's, there's a three-week gap between the England test match so, oh, sorry, the Indian one day, your pardon, there's a three-week gap mm. to the uh, England Test match. You can't tell me that's a holiday. I had a, a chat to Staffy about this last week. I mean, three weeks is a holiday for most people in this country, let alone another break between, say, um, the Pakistan and India if they wanted to. Uh, I'm sorry, that they're almost becoming the NZRFU. Oh, look, I, 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 I'm baffled by this. The, uh, the only light I can shine on the end of the tunnel is that they're deciding, I think, rightfully so, that they've got to split the roles for coaches. And maybe this is uh, an audition, um, a trial for Luke Ronke to become our white ball T20 coach at least. Um, and that's all I, the, the, all I can think out of it because I can't think for one reason that Gary Stead needs a rest. I really can't believe for one second that Gary Stead needs a rest. Um, I would be very, very surprised about that. Um, and, you know, coaching is, I, I think, obviously you, you're away from home, um, but that's your job. I mean, you don't do it forever as an international coach. There'll be other things that Gary's did has to move on to. He may get uh, franchise coaching around the world. Uh, good luck to him if he does. But I think when you're in the national coach's job, I, I, I've got a, a sneaking suspicion that you really have to be with your national team more often than not if you intend to stay on in that particular role. So... That's all I can think yeah. about it, Mikey, but I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this, particularly when you're looking at the development of players and roles. Uh, Finn Allen, for instance, uh, as, a, as a, a serious work on. Now, Gary Stead was the guy that said, I believe in Finn Allen. He's the future for oh. us at the top of the order. Well, where is he helping him now? Who's helping him now? Exactly. I mean, and the other thing, I guess, the question is, is are we actually serious about the World Cup at the end of the year, or is it just something we're going to turn up to? You know, this is this is their conditions. We had had an opportunity for the the top people to be there for this. Um, they're not. Um, 
my mind is blown anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. <laughs> it just, uh, yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, if a World Cup isn't your priority, Mikey, what is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, mate. Hey, thanks a lot. Cheers, Mikey. Thanks uh, Thanks very much for your call. Dino, good morning to you. Dean from Dunedin, of course. Yeah, Smitty, how are you getting on? What a weekend, eh? Unbelievable. Oh, was... The seven. Yeah. Can I, can I just tell you a little bit about um, the rugby family and just why I get it and I can't understand why other people date. Like, I've got a... I sort of dating this wee Japanese lady and her daughter was one of the best Highland dancers in New Zealand going through the age groups. But Georgia Miller was right up there. And uh, to see her on TV and have, like, through Highland dancing, the connection, I watched it even closer. And then I've got this, like, adopted nightmare of a stepbrother. Everyone knows him as Wombat. So, you know, who he is. everyone knows who he is damn good footy player in his own day but he went to Timaru for a bit just to get away and he played with this rooster Craig Miller now if Wombat says Craig Miller was a tough mother whatever that other word is he definitely would be and to see him in the grandstand with a nose like that I sort of understand that yep Wombat's not telling lies he's bang on the money but you can see where that girl come from her breeding the drive like I couldn't believe the physicality the French had right through the tournament. I've never seen that in women's rugby. To come up against the Black Ferns, I thought, this is going to be interesting. You've got bully brutality against fitness and toughness. And the bully mentality was nowhere. It was just not to be seen. That Black Ferns, that's the best sevens game I've ever seen in my life. Men's and women's. And the men's were just as good afterwards. The men's harker was unbelievable but how can you not love a game like that when you get little stories like that it just sums it up for me and as for Djokovic best tennis player I've ever seen without a doubt yeah without a doubt. To- totally totally agree on Djokovic uh, totally agree on um, because we're such a small country the linking of uh, our sport etc to uh, other activities is inevitable um, but when you hear those kind of stories come uh, to the front, uh, Dino, and thank you very much for that too this morning and uh, for coming in and giving us that information. Uh, there's always a, a bit more romance about it and we get so many stories like that uh, within New Zealand sport. And yes, uh, I really took a lot of pleasure out of the men's uh, All Black Sevens winning. Um, I almost expect it now as a rule of thumb that uh, the women are going to win. They're that damn good. They're that damn dominant over the whole thing. I fear for the interest in the competition, particularly now, of course, that we're not going to have the opportunity to see them playing here at home and witness it firsthand. It's always going to be, unfortunately for us now, a television viewing activity as opposed to being able to go and support it in our numbers. So that's one of the sidelines, the sad sidelines about it for me. Cliffy, from also from Dunedin. G'day, Cliff. How are you going? Yeah, morning. Maybe you're well. Yeah, I'm just wondering if there's enough money around in, in rugby to keep that sevens going at, at, at the level, whether there's the players are committing hard to it uh, from other countries in these smaller tournaments. But I wanted to talk about the golf last night. I, I switched on, and here is, here is old uh, Rory McIlroy on the first tee, and bang, bang, birdie, bang, bang, birdie. Bang, birdie, bang. And I thought, oh. you know, he just showed the, the field who, who the goat is at the moment. 
you know, he is the greatest player in uh, world cricket at the moment. And he just, he's, he's able to change it up two or three gears. And then he just cruises along, you know. That's was a tough course, very narrow. Uh, you know, the scoring was good, I think, because it wasn't windy. And that certainly helped. But, yeah, no, class to watch. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. And, and with the cricket, you know, I was, the guy was on earlier on talking about the way... I don't, but don't know what Stead's up. I'd like to see David White have a chat with you and tell me where New Zealand cricket's going. What is what is his uh, future for us? Are we going to be a, a middle-of-the-road team again? Or if we've we done our dash beat winning the Test Championship, it's almost like we've got one trophy that we, we're quite comfortable that's w- as about as good as we are. You know, we let mm. Bolt and a few others uh, go. Maybe we didn't have enough money to pay them anymore or to, to let them, you know, not play as much as what he might might have wanted to. Bolt said, look, you know, I, I want to have a bit more time away, maybe playing a few things. Maybe they could have did it. But, you know, like you talk about Finn Allen, you know, the batting coach, uh, Luke Ronke, a, a keeper. I'm not saying keepers aren't good batsmen because I've seen some pretty handy keepers. One of them still got the test record for the largest score as a... As a wicketkeeper, isn't he? A pretty handy player in his day. But uh, they've got to work. They've got to work on these guys, you know. They know he's chucking a guy in the top of the order in 50-over game, and he, he can't move his feet, you know. And um, and then the bowling coach isn't over there either. He came home too. So, you know, they, they're very thin on experience. And in India, when you're playing a good side, good in, in the World Cup, so... That's where I see things. David White's got to come out and say, what is the future for New Zealand cricket? Is it is it all going to be put into the women's game, possibly? Are the men's sort of taking a back seat now? We've had our dash. I think it's going to become more 50-50. There's no doubt about that. And Cliff, a lot of people would say, rightfully so. And it's been too damn long in the, way, in the making. Um, I think the focus uh, is going to have to be more 50-50. There's no doubt about that in terms of men's and women's cricket. I enjoy your thoughts too on uh, Rory McIlroy. Um, Rory McIlroy has put his money where his mouth is because he's opened up against Live Golf and that is his motivation. You can quite clearly see that he has got his uh, motivation is to knock over anyone that is remotely um, aligned to Live Golf and beating Patrick Reid would have been his biggest focus and he is at the moment. Cliff, thank you very much. Finally this morning, uh, we've got uh, some time for John, one of my favourite callers from Auckland. John, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Smithy. Hey, I just want to um, spread out the love to everyone in Auckland and Northland who are going through a rough time. Um, unfortunately, I'm one of those people. My house was flooded and my vehicle as well. But, you know, um, here sitting, listening to you, Smithy, and you're making me happy, which is uh, which is brilliant. Um, John, but, uh, sorry to hear. Uh, what area are you from, John? What area of Auckland uh, are you from? How badly affected was your area then? Oh, I live in West Auckland, mate, and it's pretty much... You know, every man and his dog's affected out here. I mean, a lot of your uh, listeners might know Auckland, and West Auckland's kind of in a valley, uh, just at the foot of the Waitakere Ranges, and there's a lot of streams running through our area. And um, we're doing it tough out here, mate, but, you know, we're just trotting along, and every Kiwi's helping each other, and then that's all we can do at this time. Good on you, John. Our thoughts are with you. Um, appreciate you, and uh, to all Aucklanders as well. Uh, what 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 would yeah. you like to talk about sporting wise? Sporting wise, mate, I just want to talk uh, quickly uh, and briefly just on the Black Caps. 
Um, bit disappointed on their display and and how they just their whole management, mate. I I heard you this morning talk about they're probably going to split the roles between the white ball and the red ball, and that's probably the way to go. Uh, we're seeing that with a lot of major teams around the world, and um, yeah, it seems to be affecting the players. Uh, this kind of the management at the moment. Um, obviously, Finn Allen's uh, not not in form at the moment, and he probably needs to come home and spend some time in in the Big Bash or oh, not the Big Bash, what we have here, the KFC Drive or whatever it's called. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can get over the line in this T20 series, mate. And it'll be good to have the boys home. John, thanks very much for your call. Uh, I'm totally with you. Uh, I don't care where he gets that Finn Allen, but he's got to find some form somewhere. If he's he's our main man alongside Conway uh, at the top of the order, he simply has to find the middle of the bat and do it on a regular basis to take on the the best bowlers in the world. So uh, he just has to do that on our behalf. So uh, totally agree with you and totally sympathise as well, um, John, with uh, your plight amongst uh, all those Aucklanders that are feeling up there. Um, couldn't say it, can't say it enough throughout the morning. Um, all the best to those people battling, um, trying to dry out on an anniversary day where you should be celebrating and having a chance to spend some quality time. Most of you are doing quality cleaning up, and that is not on. It is 10.16 here on SENZ.